and welcome to an episode of Melanated and Educated. I'm your host, Destiny, and today I'm here with... My name is Precious. Hi. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I'm a singer-songwriter. I make pop music, and so like I'm just really a creative um yeah I just really like writing songs and singing songs and like dancing to them and stuff I first started music as sort of an outlet for my emotions or just like wanting to uh journal a little bit I think that that's definitely what made me get into music was sort of just like turning my emotions into songs Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's always been like a really comforting way to just sort of express myself I know I used to write songs when I was little but what made you like really make them like you were like this needs to be heard um it honestly was a long process of me just experimenting and just kind of like throwing things out there even if I am looking back now and I'm like those were not good (laughs) but it was just me throwing things out there and really starting off just experimenting with anything that would just come out of me Mm -hmm. um so it's always just like I just made myself start somewhere even if it wasn't perfected or it wasn't really that good I think that's so cool I feel like a lot of young people at least that I know like me and my friends like I know so many perfectionists that have like great stuff that they're probably never going to share or won't share for a really long time because they're like it's not exactly how I want Mm -hmm. it to be I mean I definitely feel like people should just put things out like just put them out like even if I mean I don't think anything's ever going to really be perfect and I think that's kind of the beauty of creative things Mm -hmm. Uh, I always would strongly encourage people to just throw things out there definitely have you been able to see like a a vast improvement between like your first stuff and like where you are right now I'm definitely I'm a lot more satisfied with the stuff I put out now because it used to be like with the whole trial and error and kind of just putting things out there I would always end up like hating them later Mm -hmm. and I would just be thinking what was I thinking like why why did I do this but I definitely experience that a lot less now with what I put out I like them as I'm making them and I'm really like just in love with them when I put them out and then even now like I replay my own stuff so much so I definitely love to see that growth in myself as an artist that's so cool do you think that I guess like taking more risks and putting stuff out there whether you think you're ready or not has helped to build your confidence oh yes I I definitely think so and especially when it comes to promoting yourself that can be something that a lot of people are shy about or like insecure about and I feel like getting rid of that hesitation really helps me and would help anyone um, because a lot of people wouldn't know my music or wouldn't uh be they they just wouldn't know about like my me as an artist if I hadn't pretty much shamelessly put myself out there and just sort of just sort of went and did it so I would definitely say that that has helped me in becoming the artist I am today I I kind of relate because I know when I first started like with my podcast I was like so embarrassed whenever anyone would ask me about it like I was like no like I don't do that that's not me like my- oh, you need to own it <laughs> I know like so I've gotten better about it definitely but I remember when I first started I was like oh my gosh like because it would be like so exciting to make it and do it but then it's like now people have to see it like people that I know and so it's Mm -hmm. like oh my 
gosh like I don't I, know why it's always it's always thinking about the people that you know like I would be fine if fine if the internet was just only full of strangers and no one that I actually knew in real life ever had to see me but I mean that's just something I had to just get over and just continue to get over yeah I remember one time I had told uh, my teacher had found out somehow and so he put it like he put the Spotify up on like the projector in front of the whole class oh my gosh I was like so embarrassed but now I'm like even though it was embarrassing like people who didn't know about it might know about it now like if they're paying attention you know yeah that's really cool like I I kind of have or I just like really often have a similar experience where like if someone finds out I, I do music they'll pull out one of my music videos to play in front of me or just play my song which that still does make me feel kind of weird yeah. <laughs> but I'm like I mean it's not really the end of the world like it, it's okay <laughs> do you think you like like writing the songs better or like what do you like let me say it like this do you like the process or like the result more like and what I mean is like you know obviously you're making like these music videos and stuff like mm -hmm. is that more exciting for you or is like first creating the idea more exciting mm -hmm. I would say that I like having the creations out and done mm -hmm. more because first of all it can take a lot for me to decide to start the process like it'll be like oh I, like I, I have so much that I want to do to this song that I already know I'm gonna be staying up real late and like I of course like I'm passionate about it so like I'm going to but I it takes a lot for me to like get over that mental hoop of okay let me get myself ready to like really put in this work right now and sometimes I wish I could just like snap my finger <laughs> and the song could just exist mm -hmm. um and then like working so hard in order to get it to how exactly it sounds in my head. That can also be something that frustrates me because in that sense, I've become sort of a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. uh, so definitely, I really, I think that I would love, I love more having the song out and created. When you first like started and you were doing it all by yourself like without a team or anything like that like what do you think was your biggest challenge uh biggest challenge hmm. uh I think it would definitely just have to be being able to have the money and like the finances for the things that I want to bring to life especially while being a college student um I was a college I mean I, I've, I've just been a college student I'm still a college student <laughs> um but when you are completely by yourself and also a college student you first of all don't have time for like a full-time job mm -hmm. at all so it just becomes really hard to bring your visual especially visual ideas to life um I would say that was that's probably just the main challenge I see because I see myself just if I do have the means for certain things that's like that's the only thing that would be stopping me because I have all the ideas and I like have <laughs> I, I mean, I just have all the notes and stuff. It just, that would be the thing that I would say was a challenge. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you balance your personal work with your academics? Um, I mean, sometimes it is a challenge, but for me, it's just a matter of scheduling, whether it's scheduling my day down to the second or <laughs> scheduling my entire week to make sure I have certain days dedicated to certain things uh, but it's definitely something I accomplish and something that 
I try to give myself grace for. I think like I do have some friends who are not like musical artists, but are like artists when it comes to like drawing and things like that. And seeing like the way they struggle with like commissions and deadlines and stuff like that is so interesting to me because like my deadlines are all like personal. You know what I mean? Like when I put something out, I put it out when I want to put it out. And usually I try to keep a schedule, but it's like, it's just interesting to see how different people balance things because something like something that makes me so crazy is if I have something in my physical planner and I forget to put up my phone. And for some reason I don't have my planner. Like I'm like, all is lost. I don't know what to do. Mm. so I feel like like you like the best way for me to balance it is just to write everything down so I know what's going on so like I don't have these blind moments because when I do I'm just like I I lose my mind a little bit yeah I'm the same like I can get really overwhelmed when I just know there's so much to do but I haven't laid it out like that can just really overwhelm and stress me out yeah definitely like I know you said you had to like stay up late and like find the time to do these things how do you find the motivation when you're not like when you're tired or when, you know, you're ready to just do something else. Uh, you mean like in terms of music and like writing music? Yes. Um, I think uh, how I find the motivation is just knowing that it is something that I love. And what I'm always striving for is to be able to mainly just do this thing that I love and that that's my end goal. And so just knowing that I'm the one responsible for getting myself there and that it's something that is in my control is what drives me to just continue to push on and continue to put my heart into everything. Um, I mean, yeah, it's pretty simple for me and it makes it really easy for me to push through and continue. Mm -hmm. So I want to get a little bit into like your aesthetic because I think it's so cute. Like all the people that like, what drew you to the 2000s visually? Um, I think that, I, I think it was mainly people telling me that that's the vibe I gave off because I honestly, I didn't, I wasn't aware of that. I was just putting out songs that I thought sounded really cute, mm-hmm. but I would always get told, oh, like this sounds so 2000s, this sounds uh, really nostalgic. And I'm like, I guess that's just a sound that I subconsciously always put into songs so I really and and once I'm told like I'm told this comparison I realize yeah I actually do take my influence from like that's my one of my favorite music eras mm-hmm. um I was growing up then of course mm-hmm. um so I then like incorporated into my aesthetic and like my look and like my overall vibe and then I also I I think that that's perfect for me because that's literally like the sound that made me as an artist that I didn't realize but like did kind of birth me as an artist Mm -hmm. so I think that that fits me and what I'm going for as a pop artist most why do you think you were more drawn to like pop versus other genres um I just I, I've always had an enthusiasm for pop like growing up um, seeing artists like uh, Lady Gaga, um, Rihanna and just seeing like the I guess like the extraness of everything and the, uh, just the aesthetic and then I also really love when black girls do pop music like it's just my favorite thing. Um, like with Janet Jackson's All For You, like that's one of my favorite songs. And I think it's like a perfect pop song. And I just think that when Black girls do it, there's this sort of 
uh, vibe to it that I'm just really obsessed with. I don't even really know how to explain it, but I just think that it's something that I love to add my sort of black girl like magic to it I guess I would say (laughs) I just think it's so cool how like you had a vision and you're just going for it like I really respect that thank you do you think that no let me rephrase this how does it make you feel to know that like other black girls are looking to you like you were looking at some of your influences um that honestly makes me feel really great because that is pretty much my goal Mm -hmm. Uh, that's what I always strive for as an artist I just strive to put myself in a position to where other people can then look up at me as um, someone who tells them what they can be and like how they can literally be anything and inspires them musically or creatively or in any way I just always want to continue the cycle of like my favorite artists who inspired me so that really does mean a lot to me Mm -hmm. Who are your favorite artists? I know you referenced Janet Jackson or her song. Yeah, I love Janet Jackson. Of course, I love Beyonce. Um, Beyonce definitely raised me. Uh, I love, I love, oh, like I said, Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really love SZA. Uh, right now, if we're talking about newer artists, of course, Doja Cat. Like, I, I love what she's doing with pop music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm, there's honestly a lot. <laughs> Uh, Chloe and Halle. I love Chloe and Halle. Oh my gosh, I got so excited. <laughs> yeah, I love them. I would love to work with them one day. Like, I really like they have this sort of experimental pop R and B sound. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of artists that I love. Mm-hmm. I am the kind of person like I I wish I was more like experimental with what I listen to, but I feel like sometimes I just get stuck in like the I listen to the same like two albums over and over again. Yeah, I'm the same. <laughs> it's just it's just been Renaissance for me for a while. <laughs> but recently, because I like for the past like year, I only listened to Control and like songs mm-hmm. on the side, but like that was my main sauce. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was really excited for SOS. I I liked it. I feel like mm-hmm. some of the songs reminded me of like they could be like in a movie. Yeah. Especially Kill Bill. Exactly. Or um face to face. I think that's mm, the one. That one's cool. I feel like some of them just remind me of like like those two thousands movies where like the, the main characters like like Freaky Friday, like punk rockish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love when songs you can feel like you're immersed in them. You know what I mean? Like where you're like, this is like a scene of my life and not just like a day. Yeah, I definitely. I also I really like when albums create a story and like kind of have a theme behind them. That's why I really loved uh, Sizzle's Control, because to me, it felt like a diary and like you were just like literally just turning the pages of someone just diary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really like music that immerses me in that, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. I definitely think it's nice when the um the creator gives you kind of like a personal touch like it doesn't always have to be like something super personal about their life but Mm -hmm. it's like something you can relate to and so it just makes the music that much more special yeah I agree what do you hope to do like as an artist like what is your goal for this year my main goal this year well I maybe I have two but I would say my main goal is I want to just be a regularly performing artist. So just some sort of tour or just some sort of lifestyle where I am regularly performing. I feel like it's been a really long time since I've performed. And 
I also would like to put out visuals and just put out a lot of visuals, which I think uh, would help me in terms of because like I love to dance in my music videos and I love visuals and stuff. And so if I have choreography and stuff for the visuals, that would make setting up performances easier because I would already know what I would want to do in the performances. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's really my main thing and what I would definitely love to have happen before this year ends. Do you remember your first performance? You said, do I remember my first performance? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually, my first performance was my senior year of high school. Uh, it was a senior talent show. And I I sang with my guitar and I sang So Sick by Neo, mm-hmm. uh, an acoustic cover of it, kind of. And it was so cool. It was like so many people didn't even know I could sing. <laughs> Or even that I played guitar and uh, so many people were surprised. It, it was really cool. But it showed me that, yeah, this is something I really love doing for real. Do you have any advice for people who like love music but aren't necessarily in love with being on stage? I would say that, I mean, you don't have to be on stage. I definitely know that different levels of anxiety are a real thing and like some people just don't like being on stage is not good for them I would definitely still say to put your all into your music let your music speak for itself um only give how much is okay for you as a person and as an artist only give the world as much as as much of yourself as you are okay with and I still think that the music will speak for itself, um, whether you get on the stage or not. Um, I would definitely still encourage them to pursue music, just have a different sort of method of getting to their goals as an artist than other artists would have, basically. I was looking at some of your music videos and like your choreography and I was just wondering like a little bit of your influences for the way you dance and the way your visuals are in your music videos. Okay yeah I definitely have influences from like I already said I love Janet Jackson um, but I also really love k-pop and uh, I love the girl groups like Twice, Red Velvet. Uh, they're chore- I love how fluid and cute and but still complex their choreography is. And so that's something that I'm always like moving forward even now is just like trying to incorporate more of those kinds of movements in my uh, music and my videos. And like I even right now I'm trying to put together some choreography music videos for the songs that I've been putting out and I'm really trying to use that k-pop inspiration with also the touch of just black girl hip-hop sort of dance moves. Do you choreograph your videos yourself or do you have someone to help you? I yeah I have someone to help me I know for my go girl music video and hey boy uh, this the choreographer was named Dooney he was really cool um, and then for my Eternal Youth music video, which that one definitely had more of a K-pop influence in the choreograph on the choreography. Um, it's one of my online friends. Their name is Raindrop. Um, amazing K-pop <laughs> dance enthusiast and choreographer made the choreo for that video and it came out perfectly. Why do you think it's important to have people you can rely on when you're pursuing your dreams? I think it's important because 
those are the people who will have your best interests at heart. There are some people who don't really um, care about or they won't nurture your uh, growth and your journey the way that you would want them to or they don't really put that much care into it because it's not them or it's not something that they're personally connected to so I definitely that's also why I try to keep um, my family around me in everything I do just so that I know that there's always someone around who advocates for me and who just has always cared about me who's here to work with me and just be on my side when it comes to everything that's so cool I think I can agree that it's really important to have people who actually want to help you because there will be times where I feel like kind of discouraged about whatever it is that I'm doing and knowing that someone believes in you and wants to help you and will help you if you ask, like there's someone you can reach out to, I feel like is really important. Yeah, I agree. Like even just having my mom encourage me and tell me like, like your music is so good you're really talented that's honestly that would be all I need in order to just continue on and just keep going just knowing that someone who actually has always cared about you is supporting you in this way mm-hmm. what do you think is like I, I keep giving you like one thing I'll say like what are some things you've learned so far on your journey in music Uh, Some things I've learned is that for me, um, being able to be in charge of who I am creatively and how I present myself as an artist to the world is really important to me and probably the most important thing to me that I'm kind of, I'm not willing to let go of just for the sake of sort of blowing up to a certain level of success that I would get by being broader, if that makes sense. And I also have learned, like I just said, that keeping the people who have always been close to you, close to you during this journey is a really important part of the process. And then a third thing that I've learned, I mean, the third thing that I've learned is that definitely the journey is just as important as the end goal. And I need to always take a moment to stop and look around me and appreciate the process of everything and how I'm in the midst of my growth story and to not lose sight of that, basically. Definitely. I think it's really cool how when especially with like in the age of social media you can really see your growth whether it's like the views and your videos or like how many comments like how many interactions you get like you can see yeah you first yeah I think that's cool (laughs) I know it was like cool for me when I first hit like a hundred followers and I was like oh my god Mm. I'm so famous guys like no one talking to me (laughs) I mean that's a hundred actual people Right. Like, I don't know. Sometimes I think about like follower counts and like when people have like a lot of followers, like thousands of followers. And then I think about like the the fact that like a lot of those are actually like people, like there are thousands of people who are looking at you. Yeah. Like really fun, but also like kind of like, ooh, like I I forget that there are other people in the world, not like in a self-centered way, but like a your bubble is kind of like, at least like right now, like I'm in high school. I go to the same school that I've gone to. I mean, I see the same people that I've seen since like elementary school so it's like Mm -hmm. it's kind of funny like obviously I know there are other people out there like I've met some of them but it's like there are so many people in the world who like so many different things and might like you and you don't even know it 
Yeah, I think that's crazy too because it's it's crazy that like there are this many people who hit the follow button or like who hit the like button and like they're actually real people like on their phones doing this and I think um just how much the internet is can take us away from like internalizing that which isn't our fault it's just like the fact that the internet is just everything and the internet is so casual now but uh yeah it can definitely be something that like once you remember and realize it it can even overwhelm you because that again that's like all like this number of people looking at you and seeing what you're doing it can definitely be a lot Mm -hmm. earlier when you're talking about like finding the courage to just kind of put stuff out there and see what sticks do you think that it made it easier once you like do you think it was easier for you when there were less people looking at you like how we talked about strangers versus people you know or do you think it's easier now that you already have that kind of foundation and you that like people are going to be there I honestly I do think it's easier now because I do know that I have that foundation so it's not just I'm just putting myself out there for all the all my friends I know in real life who I see every day and this gives me so much anxiety and like that it's definitely not that anymore like now it's like I'm putting out songs for people who are literally waiting on them and who are hyping me up about them and who are is going to like I automatically already know it's going to make their day and they're going to be like getting ready to it that definitely makes it a lot easier for me to put them out and it takes a lot of pressure off so that's why like it really like means everything to me to have the people supporting my music the way they do now Do you think there was like a specific moment where you realized that like some of your goals were starting to be achieved or dreams were starting to come true? Or do you think it was more of like a subtle thing? Mm, I would say that it was more subtle. Um, I would just always be consistent in the music and the content and the promotion that I put out. And then I I would just slowly start uh, seeing the way that people would always show up just more and more for each release. And then I would even see the people online talking just talking about my music and like recommending it to each other without me like without it even being on a post under one of my tweets or anything and um yeah to me it was pretty subtle it's just something that came with my consistency really how did you find the discipline like obviously you talk about your motivation and like you want it so you're gonna do it but like how do you constantly like consistently excuse me show up and do what you need to do Uh, I'm not gonna lie sometimes it does get hard and I think that's fine like I always prioritize mental health and when it becomes a bit too much for me I would just I would take like a week or two weeks off just to have kind of a social media break but I do encourage myself to come back and that's just because of how I said before just knowing my end goal and knowing that this is ultimately my passion and knowing that I just want to be doing what I love and just have that be the main focus of my life and just knowing that this is what I have to do in order to get there really I'm just I think this is so exciting like seeing someone who is doing something for themselves but also for like black girls everywhere because like honestly I was so excited when I first like came across your page on TikTok because I don't know obviously there are a bunch of feminine black girls out there but it's often like it's not treated the same as other types of Mm -hmm. girls you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean um I definitely think that there's 
just so many different types of black girls who could be flourishing in the music industry I feel like there's just so many that should be more mainstream and just I I definitely always encourage and support like black girls literally doing everything really and so like I'm so glad that like you were able to see me and get excited about like seeing a black girl like me because that literally is like my main purpose and goal and what makes me happiest I really hope that like I don't know seeing people like you seeing you and being able to talk to people like you is so cool for me because like Mm -hmm. I'm not that much younger than you but I am still like a teenage girl who does want to do things and doesn't always know how you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like seeing that it can be done and you can like get your message out or whatever you want get your creations out and like people will respond is like really exciting I think yeah I think so too one thing about seeing other black girls thrive in kinds of categories that you want or in a way similar to what you aspire to have you can make it feel like your goals are so much more achievable than when you see someone who looks nothing like you doing it because it's like yeah it's kind of just yeah and that's why like I'm so glad I grew up like watching Beyonce and like having um the black woman that I had that I had and to look up to Uh, and music videos and music and stuff because that's what told me that I could do what I do and even even girls today uh, like there's so many amazing black girl artists today they and still inspire me and show me that like okay yeah this is something that I'm going to keep doing and this is something where I know that I can meet you where you are kind of definitely do you have advice just in general like not about music but just about anyone who wants to pursue something creative and isn't sure how to start um yeah um like I said I would just say go for it you have to start somewhere it definitely might not be perfect at the start but you do need somewhere to begin in order to begin your progression if you never start then I mean you will never be able to progress into something greater or like you just basically just have to start and you have to sort of bet on yourself a little bit um and I mean I that can be hard it can be like really anxiety inducing but I would just say that's definitely just that would be my main advice is to just pretty much go for it and put something out there thank you of course yeah um I think that's all that I have do you have anything you'd like to say or ask Uh, I would just like to say thank you so much for talking with me. I love doing these, especially like when I can tell you do know my music and you are enthusiastic about like Black girls doing music in the way that I do. I just really love to know that I'm bringing about this kind of enthusiasm for people who listen to me. So it really means so much like for you to even think about me for the podcast. Yes. Um, Thank you again. Thank you so much for coming. to the listeners thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed um yeah okay thank you thank you bye bye